You're listening to the Tidy Revival Podcast, where we explore the stories and emotions behind decluttering and home organization. I'm your host, Carly Adams, home organizer and creator of the clutter-free home process. Now, this is the time where I remind you that this is not a show for little ears. If your kids are in the room, please pause now. This show has an explicit rating. We're going deep. We're going through your shit while we're going through your shit. Now, let's get started. Welcome, welcome. Today, we are going to be talking about where to start decluttering when you feel overwhelmed. And this matters a lot to me as far as the topic that I wanted to cover because it's something that I hear all the time. Overwhelm is the number one word that comes up when I'm talking to people about the clutter in their homes. And this is I can say that with confidence because we did a big survey last year, asked people a bunch of questions, and when we created a word cloud about that, overwhelm is the word that pops up larger than anything else. And getting started is the hardest part for people. Once you know how to get started and you have the tools that you need to go from there, that's really the biggest hurdle that people need to, to climb. And there are a number of other tips along the way that can help you, but getting started is really the toughest part. So that's why I wanted to address it. So my goal today is to give you kind of a shorter but sweet episode with tips so that you can get started with an action plan and it's going to make it a lot easier to make progress that you can see and to get something finished. And finishing is a highly underrated part of the process. There's something that I call the squirrel effect that happens while you're organizing. And what I mean by this is, say you get started decluttering in a space and, you know, as you're going through things, you're finding, say you start in your kitchen and you find things that belong in your bathroom. So then you take those to the bathroom and you realize, oh my gosh, this space isn't organized either. So then you start going through your bathroom and then you find things that need to go to your closet and you realize that part isn't organized either. So you end up working in there. And what ends up happening, and I, when I talk to people about this, or a lot of times nodding like, yep, been there, and I've been there too. What ends up happening is that you're making a lot of little bits of progress in many different spaces, but the amount of time that you're putting into it doesn't really reflect you finishing anything. So it can feel really disheartening. Like I did all this work and I can't really see it versus the snowball effect And what that is, is you finishing a space, feeling really good about it, being able to take that energy and that momentum to get you started in another space, work on it, finish, high five yourself, feeling good, and then taking that momentum to another space. With every space that you go to through, you are flexing that decluttering muscle, getting stronger, being more confident, and taking it into the next space. So what I really want to do is help you get tips that are going to get you more of that snowball effect versus the squirrel effect. And some of these tips come up in a free class that I have. If you have already taken this, this is going to sound familiar. It's going to be a refresher. If you haven't taken it yet, I highly recommend. And it is called How to Create a Clutter-Free Home Without Giving Up All Your Free Time. Again, this is free and it'll be linked in the show notes, but you can also find it very easily on my website. It's linked in my Instagram. Lots of different places you can find it. 
This episode is brought to you by the Clutter-Free Home Process, my online course community that teaches you the process I use with every client, including how to declutter and get things out of your home. Yes, including the tough stuff. We're also going to create simple systems and learn how to maintain it, all with personalized support and accountability along the way for six months. Learn more at tidyrevival.com forward slash course. Okay, so the way that we are going to get you started and get you taking action is to create an action plan. And this is going to be the difference between just kind of winging it or taking action in a more structured way. Don't worry, this is not going to be super intense. This is going to be a very basic action plan that you can create. And, but it's very important. And I think it's, again, an underrated part of the process. I think it's very, very helpful to have it so that you know what you need to work on now and what you need to work on next. So when you're making your action plan, you could probably list 20 spaces in your home that are driving you bananas. I know when I do consults with my in-home clients and they give me a little virtual tour of their home, they can list off tons of things that are bugging them. And that's super natural. You are not alone. And all of this is very important to note that you are not alone because, I mean, that's why I created the clutter-free home process so that other people could have community around not feeling alone because it can feel very isolating. But what I want to let you know is don't worry about that whole list for now. What I want you to do is just list the top three spaces that you want to work on. And I highly recommend picking spaces that bug you the most every day. What's driving you bananas? What is bugging the shit out of you? Those are the top three spaces. Bonus points if they benefit you versus everybody else in the household. Because I know if you're listening to this, there is a good chance that you're putting everybody first, everybody else first on a regular basis. So for this, I want you to be a little bit selfish because we all know that self-care isn't selfish, right? And this is going to be all about self-care. It's going to be all about putting your oxygen mask on first and taking care of your needs, something that's going to make your heart happy. So we want to pick these spaces that are bugging you every day. Just pick three. Note that closets are going to be their own spaces. So if it's your bedroom and then your bedroom closet is part of it, The bedroom closet would be its own space if your main bedroom that's like attached to your bedroom, if that is also bugging you, that would also be its own space, okay? So that could be, you know, in this example, maybe it is your your bedroom area and then your bedroom closet and then your main bathroom. Okay, so from making from those top three, then we're going to break down those spaces even more. So I always give the bedroom example instead of just saying like, okay, I want to declutter and organize my bedroom. Bedroom could be kind of the header, but then we're going to break it down even further. Break it down, break it down, break it down now. So that'll be like bedtime, a bedside table could be one. Your dresser, if you have multiple dresser drawers, list them out each as their own item. So dresser drawer one, dresser drawer two, three, four. If you have a top of dresser that also needs some decluttering and a little bit of organization or not, And if it just needs decluttering, mark that as its own thing. Under the bed, if it's getting all crazy, we're going to mark that as its own thing. If you have laundry basket piles up, 
piling up in a certain area, that's going to be its own thing. And finally, if you have a pile that's just kind of somewhere, or say you have multiple piles in multiple spaces, those are going to be their own thing. Okay, great. Hey, hon, are you looking to jumpstart your organization? Check out my free printable decluttering guide to give you inspiration on where to start. Just head to tidyrevival.com forward slash guide to get started. So I really like to do a action plan online, like a Google Doc with check marks instead of dots. So then you can print it off and you can do a little check marks for some reason. I mean, I, I know this really works for me, but check marks feel very satisfying. Or you can just cross it out, whatever you I like it being online because then I can go back and edit it too. And this is what I'm doing for my in-home and my virtual one-on-one clients. Um, so I highly suggest having it online so you can edit it, you can print it out. You could, you know, if you need to change things later, if you need to put them in a different order, you don't have to like write out the whole thing. Again, if you do prefer to write it down, that's also fine. There's no wrong way to eat a Reese's. There's no wrong way to create an action plan. Okay, then when you're working through your spaces, breaking down those tasks into smaller chunks will also help you mentally break it down. And those smaller chunks are going to be less overwhelming than quote unquote, and you can just picture a little air quotes here, getting organized as one big task. Like that can feel very overwhelming. That feels very overwhelming to me. And I do this for a living. And so if it feels overwhelming to you, that is super fair. That's why we want to break it down into small chunks. Because if you, if I say, okay, you're going to go through the top of your bedside table, that's a lot easier than getting organized. So it just helps you break it down like, okay, I can do these smaller chunks in and start tackling them in, you know, 15, 20 minute increments. And some things like if you have, let's say, a pile of random stuff at the end of your bed and that you know that pile is going to take you larger longer than 20 minutes that's fine but if you can aim for working through them in 20 minute chunks those are chunks of time that you can get on your calendar right it's a lot easier to say okay I'm going to spend 20 minutes you know three times a week and figure out when those times work for you I can't tell you when that is because you know your schedule better than me. But say, you you know, you're like, okay, I'm going to do this three times a week. I'm going to do it five times a week. I'm going to do an hour a week, whatever it is. That's a lot easier to find than me saying, okay, you're going to, you know, get five days on your calendar and just tackle your whole house, which I highly do not recommend at all. So we are going to break it down to smaller chunks. It's going to be less overwhelming. And this is also going to help us get to that complete phase sooner, right? When you say, oh, okay, I did that space. So one drawer is easier to cross off a list than your whole bedroom. But then that's when you get to give yourself a high five. You get to feel accomplished and you are accomplished. You did it, right? And then that's what's going to get you into that snowball effect versus the squirrel effect. And we're always going to be using decluttering as the foundation of all things organization. This is really going to be the difference between just sorting everything that you have into pretty bins versus creating simple solutions. Because when we're just sorting, sure, it's technically organized, but what I have found is that, you know, 99.9% of the people that I work with have some things that they can let go of very, very easily, feeling like absolutely 
fine with it. There just ends up being like random trash that we accumulate over time without even knowing it. Yeah, I'm talking like, you know, in a in a drawer in your dresser, this could be like old random buttons and old tags for things and socks with holes in them and that sort of things. Things that just can go out of your house. And in my community, we talk a lot about how to get them out of there. I know in the the sock example, I know even in the last episode, I talked about retold recycling and how that's a great resource for my business. I'll add the link in the show notes there too. But if we are able to use decluttering as the foundation, we are going to be able to create much more simple solutions. And that's going to be the difference that won't have us still sorting through and digging through too much crap day in, day out that we don't even use, want, need, or love, right? So that is why that is why we do decluttering first and then organization. Are we friends on social media yet? Whether your jam is Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, or Facebook, follow us at Tidy Revival for tips and updates. Okay, so let's talk about doom areas. D-O-O-M. I didn't even know this until recently, but DOOM is an acronym. It's genius. I don't know exactly where it came from, but it's genius. I did not come up with it at all. Cannot take credit for it. Not taking credit for it. But it's called Didn't Organize, Only Moved. So that could be, you know, you have company coming over and you have some things in your living room. You throw it into a laundry bin and then that bin sits in the corner of your bedroom for a month. It could be you know, you needing to have dinner. So you throw everything in a target bag and you throw that target bag in the closet and then it sits there for months. So didn't organize, only move. If you have doom bins, I highly suggest, and it, you know, say it's part of your action plan. Like, okay, I've got all these random bins in my bedroom, my office, wherever it is. If you have a bunch of bins, highly recommend breaking it down by number. So maybe you look and see, you're like, okay, I have these 10 bins to go through. Maybe pick one or two per task so that as you empty them out, go through them. You know, for every two, you're checking it off the list. For every one, you're checking it off the list. Something that's much smaller because they do take a lot of energy. And because, you know, kind of like an archaeologist, there we go, archaeologist, doom bins have just endless layers to them. And sometimes you can't really tell just by looking at it how long it's going to take to empty it because it could be 500 pieces of paper, which is 500 little decisions, or it could be filled with 10 pieces of clothes. So those are going to take different amounts of time. And it's hard to tell by looking at it what you're going to find and what those decisions mean. So break it down by the number of bins so that you can have a better chance of checking it off your list, feeling good about the progress and being able to like visually see the progress that you're making. If you have a doom pile, that's very, very common. I would suggest just start on one side and work your way through it in those smaller chunks of time, right? And then I also want to note as you're finding things that become that belong in other rooms. Like as I mentioned, that squirrel effect, you're finding things that belong in your bathroom, you're finding things that belong in the kitchen, wherever they are, wherever they need to go. I want you to refrain from organizing in that other space. Even if you're not exactly sure where the home is in that other space, I want you to take it to the space where it belongs and put it there. Because we're going to work on organizing those other spaces later. 
So if it goes in the kitchen and you're not exactly sure, use your best guess and leave it in the kitchen. Or put it in your pantry. Like We will figure it out, but it's not going to be right now. Right now, we're concentrating on a different space. So if you have a doom room, which is also very, very common, I just want you to know, like, that's something that I, I don't want to say like specialize in it, but like I don't not specialize in it because I help people with doom rooms all the time. So what I would do is start at the door and work your way in. If you can kind of move around once you get into the door, then I would start on one side and just kind of work your way around. The reason that we want to pick a direction and go that that way, I was I would say like like insert a one direction Harry Styles joke in here. But the reason that we're going to pick one direction and work our way around is so that when you're taking a break, when you have that time between sessions, and by sessions, I mean the time that you're spending on it, when you come back to it, without knowing which direction you're working in, it can be very easy to just feel overwhelmed by the gravity and the scale of the project. But if you're working in the one direction, you can say, okay, I just need to set my timer for 20 more minutes and I'm going back to where I stopped before and I'm just taking 20 minutes, figuring out where those items go and putting them away. And as you go, especially with doom, bins, rooms, piles, you're going to find a bunch of stuff that goes other places. So sort it as you find it and put it away at the end of your however much time you're using working on those sessions. So instead of going back and forth to the kitchen, back and forth, back and forth, make a pile for the kitchen, take it all to the kitchen at the end, a pile for the garage, take it all to the garage at the end, and so on and so forth. So the last thing that I want to share is to know that baby steps help get you to where you need to go, right? You can do this in small chunks and that is totally fine. All of it counts. All of it matters. All of it is worth celebrating. This is honestly a big thing in the private community. Because we celebrate every win. Every win is a win. And that's the reason is because we want to take all of these tasks and we want to break them down into smaller chunks and we want to celebrate them all. They all matter. They're all awesome. They all deserve high fives. So if you have any questions about this, let me know. DM me on IG or there's a contact Carly form on tidyrevival.com. And I would love to hear from you. If I end up getting a lot of the same question, I'm considering doing like a little ask me anything in the future. I would love to hear from you. So I hope this is helpful in jumpstarting your decluttering and organization. And I hope that it helps you get moving on your projects and get you in the direction of where you want to go because you totally, totally got this. And thank you so much for tuning in today. If you want to learn more about how I can help you, head to tidyrevival.com to learn more about how I work with people one-on-one or in the clutter-free home process private community. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe so you'll always have access to the latest episode. We would love to hear your takeaways. You can tag us on at Tidy Revival on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok. The Tidy Revival podcast is written and hosted by me, Carly Adams, and edited by Brittany McLean. The title song, Maverick, is by Dresden the Flamingo. And until next time, remember that you got it.